August 8th, 2022 is a date that will live in infamy. It's the first time in our 246-year history that federal agents have raided the home of a former president of the United States. My guest, Colonel Conrad Reynolds, will be discussing the implications on this edition of the Doc Washburn Show momentarily. Welcome to the Voice of the Resistance with Doc Washburn. We are the show that pushes back against the Uniparty and lets you into the news that traditional talk radio is all too often afraid to talk about. This is episode 211 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, and it is Monday, August 8th, 2022, a date that will live in infamy as long as there is a United States of America. Now, let me share with you the official statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America, and then we will introduce our guest. These are dark times for our nation, as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee Here, in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the United States. The political persecution of President Donald J. Trump has been going on for years with the now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, And so much more, it just never ends. It is political targeting at the highest level. Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete and acid wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. I stood up to America's bureaucratic corruption, I restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country like we have never seen before. The establishment hated it. Now as they watch my endorsed candidates win big victories and see my dominance in all polls, they are trying to stop me and the Republican Party once more. The lawless, 
political persecution, and witch hunt must be exposed and stopped. I will continue to fight for the great American people. Now, that is the official statement of former President Donald J. Trump, the guy who should be president right now, would be president right now if they hadn't stolen it from him. And I've said on many occasions, they stole it from him. So, my guest, to try to help make some sense about what is going on right now, is a friend of mine, Colonel Conrad Reynolds, a native Arkansan, military veteran, retired military intelligence officer, having served in the United States Army for 29 years. He's a decorated combat veteran who's been awarded the Defense Superior Service Medal, the Bronze Star, and the SEAL Medallion of the Central Intelligence Agency. He's also a recent candidate for the Republican nomination for United States House, 2nd District, Arkansas. Colonel Reynolds, thank you for coming on the program with uh, literally no notice. Uh, When uh, you fought for this country, and we appreciate your service, did it ever occur to you that something like this would happen in the country you were born and raised in, the country that you love? Well, first off, let me say, Doc, thanks for letting me come on. It's been a long time since I've been on your show. Yes, sir. Um, and, and I really appreciate the opportunity, short notice, uh, but I will tell you, no. To answer your question, I never, ever thought that this would happen in the United States of America. What we're seeing right now is something that is so unprecedented that is so it should give everybody pause to think about what is going on with our federal government. We saw it, and now it's, it's right there. They're raiding a former president's house for classified information when we know that no one cared about Hillary, as you just said. Yeah. No one cared that she had a server at her house and she was doing her business while in office at her house. Yeah. With, I'm, I'm talking not just regular, you know, secret, top secret information with code word type stuff. She had that on her computer, and they allowed her to walk free, and no one said anything about it. This, what we're seeing right now, is uh, as a result, in my mind, it's as a result of Trump suggesting that he's going to run again. Yeah. They want to make sure he is never going to run again. Yeah. And and uh, some of the preliminary things that I've seen, it's just, and it's just broke, what, an hour ago, uh, but what I have seen is that they're talking about uh, some 15 boxes of information, some classified. Well, let me tell you something. Just about everything the president touches is classified, just about everything, almost. It's classified. Um, it just is. And then they have to go through and unclassify a lot of the stuff. But I'm telling you right now, uh, this is a setup. This is just to make sure he doesn't ever run again. That's what it all boils down to. And we all know it. And they, are, they have weaponized uh, the Justice Department i.e. the FBI, yeah. to go after him. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And everybody ought to be outraged about it, and people ought to be calling their senators and calling their representatives, saying this cannot stand. So, um, yeah, uh, I see a tweet from uh, the senior senator of the state of Florida, Marco Rubio, from about yeah. 40, 45 minutes ago. He says, after today's raid on the Mar-a-Lago 
What do you think the left plans to use those 87,000 new IRS agents for? Right. I mean, yep. that's um, that's that's serious concern right there. It better be to everybody. Um, it better be. We have a rogue administration who's doing what they want. And apparently there were a couple of spokesmen that came out, so we had no advanced knowledge. Are you kidding me? Do you, no, for it's, it's, it's ludicrous to believe that the FBI and the Justice Department wouldn't inform the President of the United States that they were getting ready to raid Donald Trump's home. It's crazy. Of course they told them. So it's, a, it's, it's, it's really sad. I'm scared for our country that we cannot trust those agencies that we need to be, that we need to trust, that we need to have faith in. And uh, this is just another example of the federal government um, out of control. Yeah. It really is. It's out of control. It is. Now, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, neither one of us is an attorney, but, you know, there there was a a really bad hailstorm. This afternoon in the uh, the city we live in, uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and um, I didn't need a meteorologist to tell me when I went out on the carport and I saw the hail coming down that, you know, that's a hailstorm. So, right. you, you know, neither one of us is an attorney, but we like reading about the law. We like talking mm-hmm. to attorneys. We like learning as much as we can about the law. Right. And this thing right here, man, I mean, you know, you mentioned what Hillary got away with. But let's right. talk about what Joe and Hunter have gotten away with. I mean, the right. FBI has had Hunter's laptop since late 2019, and all kinds of evidence of crimes has come out, and nothing. Nothing. I mean, you know, you you talk about the the DOJ being politicized. Yeah, I I think it's the whole DOJ, not not just uh, not just the FBI. Right. You know, and and I'm looking, and I see that. uh, And again, we have listeners all over the country, but we happen to be in Arkansas. I'm seeing that neither one of our U.S. senators. Tom Cotton or John Bozeman has said a word about this. Now, other members of Congress in other states are talking about it. I see that um, uh, French Hill, rhino congressman that that you challenged in the Republican primary, he's got not a word to say about it. Uh, Bruce Westerman, uh, another... We only have four U.S. reps in in, in Arkansas. Right. This is not a big state like uh, uh, Texas or California or, or or Florida where you can't keep track of all of them. Um, not a word from Western. Not a word from uh, French Hill. I'm I'm trying to check the other ones as as we speak. But yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen any releases. But I will tell you, everybody is listening to this podcast. Or, or on live right now, call, you know, leave a message, call them, say, what is going on? What are you doing? And, you know, believe me, 
you talk about Democrats. This is not just Democrats, no. in my opinion. No, it's not. This is, no, 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 no. Yeah, this is a lot of Republicans, too. They do not want Donald Trump, you know, because he's upset the apple cart, and they don't want him to continue doing that. They want him out. And, um, again, I'm with you. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The election was stolen in 2020. Yeah. Uh, there's enough evidence out there now that you can see Nevada and Arizona and Wisconsin and Georgia that it was. I don't care what anybody else puts out there and says, you know, the false allegations. It's We all know now that it was. Yep. The question is, what are we going to do about it? And what kind of um, guts are the Republicans going to have um, to do something? I haven't seen it. I, I just haven't seen it. I've seen them uh, quite as church mouse. Uh, church mice say, yeah. w- waiting for somebody else to say something, but they they are not going to stand up front and do anything. And that's a shame. It's a real shame uh, because we have, I think Donald Trump was one of the best presidents we had without question. And I think that uh, he deserves and has earned our respect and we need to stand up with him. And, and I intend to do that. So, yeah, I, I do too. I do too. Um, I notice uh, Rick Crawford, uh, the third of fourth, um, the third of four, uh, U.S. representatives from, uh, from Arkansas. Not a word. Yep. So we got one more. We got one more. Well, let's check Steve Womack, see if he's saying anything. Okay. Uh, on his official representative, Steve Womack. Nope. Nothing there. On his, uh, personal Twitter page. Uh, nope. Nothing there. Well, surely. Surely, former White House press secretary uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, running for governor, surely she'll. Oh no, no, nothing on her. Well, her dad, Mike Huckabee, he and he and Trump are buddies. Maybe he's got. Uh, no, nothing, not a word, not a word. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, the, the people who are uh, aligned against Trump, uh, they're more than willing to let this go through. And, and I don't know what they're going to come up with. I read something. I don't know if you did. Talked about 15 boxes worth of information. Yeah. Again, some some classified. Um, again, the way it's worded, it is misleading because yeah. they make you think that there's 15 boxes of classified info. That's not what it says. It says there's 15 boxes. We don't know what those are. Um, and, you know, there may be one or two classified. What is that? Classified. Confidential, FOU. I mean, I mean, confidential or something? I don't know. And the interesting uh, thing is, this is the New York Times and, of course, a leak to them. And sometimes the leaks are legit and sometimes the leaks aren't legit. But one thing you right. can count on, the New York Times, all the news that fits, um, when, 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 when their reporting turns out to be bogus, Based on bogus sources, they never out their sources. They just pretend like, "Oh, we'll get them next time, Coach." You know, right? Uh, they they win awards for stuff like uh, Trump Russia collusion, and and you know it comes out none of it's true, and it doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. Now I don't know if you're familiar with Julie Kelly over in American Greatness. Uh, I've yes. interviewed her. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, you've probably seen Tucker Carlson interview her. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, looking at her page tonight. Uh, it's it's pretty dark. It's pretty yeah. dark. Let me share with you a couple of things that, uh, yeah. that she's saying. Responding to Joel Pollack over at, uh, over at Breitbart, senior editor at large, Breitbart News. Yeah. He, sa- he said there is suddenly 
a very real risk of violent political instability in this country for the first time in more than 150 years. And she responded, that's the goal. And now, five minutes ago, on her Twitter page, Julie Kelly says, no one on this side has followed DOJ slash FBI prosecution of January 6th more than I have. I have warned for months that this was coming. Indictment is next. Biden regime and House Democrats have created an expectation they must fulfill. She says next will be Trump in handcuffs. It is inevitable. Um, that, mm -hmm. that, uh, and and I'm just saying, you know, I hope she's wrong. I hope she's wrong because what a lot of people don't understand is that the deep state would love to see a violent uprising of conservatives. I mean, when, when you think about the fact that they've just said they're going to hire 87,000 new IRS agents and they have bought millions of rounds of ammo just for the IRS. Um, mm -hmm. and, and Colonel, a lot of folks on our side, a lot of folks on the side of freedom and liberty and justice in the American way don't understand that the deep state wants an excuse to come down hard on us. And well, I think that's what I think you're right. And I think that's one of the reasons they, um, they came up with the January six scheme yeah. uh, to do exactly what, what we're seeing now. This has all been planned out. This was something they had planned on. Um, and it is evident, no question about it. If you look at January six and now all the hearings that have happened since then, uh, it's a fiasco, and it's all meant to do one thing, and that is to destroy the conservative right. That's what it's supposed to do. And, um, and, and at some point, we're all going to make a decision what we're going to do. How are we going to combat this? And I think the first thing that we have to do, unfortunately, or fortunately, I think the first thing we're going to have to do is confront our election process. Yep. And we're going to have to confront the fact that these machines – cannot be trusted, right. whether you believe the election. We saw what happened in 2020. And so we have to demand that the machines go and that we, you know, people have asked me about this, Doc, and I've told them. Yeah. They said, well, come what happened in this last election? Yeah. And, and I said, well, uh, I will tell you that things don't add up to me. Right. I don't know what happened. I know they don't add up. And I know that technology has gotten to the point that, uh, it is impossible for us to monitor properly. Right. We can't monitor it. And so why would you use technology you don't understand? It's kind of like your iPhone. People who use an iPhone think they understand it. They can turn it on. They can use the apps. They can make a call. But they don't understand how it works. Right. They don't understand the capabilities of the device they're holding in their hand to spy on them, to be able to gather information on them. They don't understand that. And that's where we're at with technology, and that's where I, that's why. We have to get rid of the machines in all states, and we ought to be doing that right here in Arkansas. Yes. And we ought to do it now. And Absolutely. And people need to be demanding, hey, um, yep, paper ballots will, will take longer. But you know what? It's a, it is something that we all can monitor and we all can agree on at the end of the day if it's done properly, and we know it can be. So that is where we start. 
so that we make sure that we elect the people that actually we voted for. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm absolutely 100% confident. Okay, that there are problems with these machines, and if anybody who thinks that these machines are great, I'm telling you, um, uh, they're not. They're not. Yeah. For, and, uh, so, for our listeners in the other 49 states, or for that matter, in the other 30 right. countries, let me give some context for what Colonel Reynolds is talking about. Colonel Conrad Reynolds challenged an incumbent incumbent Rhino U.S. Representative. Second District of Arkansas, which is central Arkansas, basically the Little Rock metropolitan area named French Hill. And we saw Conrad Reynolds signs everywhere. We hardly saw any sign of life whatsoever from the French Hill um, campaign. Looked like French Hill was dead in the water. Um, Colonel Reynolds knew how many votes he needed to get to win this thing outright. And, um, and he got more than enough votes and then somehow another French Hill got like Joe Biden kind of total votes, <laughs> relatively speaking. It's like, no, that's not possible. So, um, you know, we, uh, the, the, the one race in Arkansas in our May 24th primary this year that really didn't make any sense at all, you know, a lot of us were wishing and hoping and praying this person would beat that person in a Republican primary for governor or U.S. Senate or wherever. But we all knew Conrad was going to beat French Hill. I mean, there was no question about it. Again, the the um, the support was there for Conrad Reynolds. It was not there for French Hill. And so it was quite a shock that we were told by the Arkansas Secretary of State's office that French Hill um, won – the nomination, again, with an 18-point divide between him and Conrad Reynolds. We, we know that's not legit. Uh, so that's what Colonel Reynolds is talking about here. Uh, did, did, I, did I explain that well enough, sir? I, I, think, I think you did. What people don't realize is in a non-presidential year, uh, in the last 10 years or so, the most people who have ever voted in our district uh, was 54,000 people. So we knew that 30,000 votes plus one, we were going to win. Yeah. And so we focused on that. And I polled, I did internal polling every month, every month. And so we knew we were climbing, we were climbing. Our message was getting out there. And then we surpassed French Hill in the last three weeks. Plus, I went to Mar-a-Lago and I had a picture with Trump, and that went out to everyone. Plus, everyone heard Mr. Hill on the radio uh, disparage President Trump. Yeah. We, we all heard it. We yep. also know that he was best friends with Liz Cheney. Yep. That got out there. Yep. So what people, and so what we're, we were led to believe now is that uh, in the election, I'm thinking, okay, 30,000, we're going to win. Well, we got 35,000 and the French got 49,000. Which has never so happened before. Twenty-five. We had an extra 20,000 or so, 25,000 people come out of, of nowhere and voted. We don't know where these people came from, but all of a sudden a bunch of people then they uh, you know decided to go vote for the establishment. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense, and and then they said, well, it was Democrats. It's Democrats that crossed over since we have an open primary. People can vote Democrat or Republican. Okay, when they go to the primary and we can have crossovers, people can. Okay, um, but you know what? 
almost nobody that I saw or talked to who was a Democrat was going to vote in our primary. None. Yeah. So I don't know where these 25,000 people or so people came out of, but what would possess them to want to drive down, take a day, <laughs> go drive and vote for a Trump endorsed Bozeman or, um, uh, you know, it, it makes no sense. Why wouldn't they have voted for Leon Jones, the first black attorney, attorney general? Why wouldn't they have voted for Joe Wood, the first black lieutenant governor? They didn't. And it just makes it unbelievable that everybody who was being challenged were able to, they won without a debate. They yeah. all refused to debate the yeah. challengers. It makes no sense, Doc, and um, it makes no sense. I don't know what the answer is, but I, you know, I sure would love to find out. Yeah, and, and the problem with the machines is, my understanding is, the uh, the votes are not even counted in state. That is what I understand, um, and you know, we got to get clarification on that. But I would like, I think, if anybody's listening to your radio station right now. Go to the Arkansas Secretary of State's website. Go to elections, okay? Look at the last election, and look where the Secretary of State's you know, website sends you. It's to Clarity. It's a server outside of Arkansas. It's not in the Secretary of State's office. Look at the URL that it goes to. Yeah. So all of our data is held out of state. Yeah. So it is, it, you know, I would like to know the poll books, the poll books, you know, when you go into vote doc and you give your ID and they look at it, who, who maintains the poll books? Is it the secretary of state or is it clarity? ES and S. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know who owns that. Uh, so these are kind of questions that I have and that I think that we need to get to the bottom of. We need to see that whenever County, Every county that gets all these votes, um, when someone goes and votes, they tell what ballot they want, and then they do what? They print out a ballot. I don't know if that happened to you or not, Doc. Uh, but they print out, you say Republican or Democrat, and they pull it out. They ask you where, you're at, where you live, yeah. and then there's a ballot that right. comes out, right? Right. For your residence, where you live, right? Then you go over and you vote, okay? And then you take that vote and you put it into the machine, and it reads it, Right. Right. Where does the ballot go? Yeah, we don't know. Your vote. We don't know. What is your vote? Right. Your vote is bits and bytes. It goes to a thumb drive. Yep. That thumb drive then is taken back to the county clerk's office with an ESNS laptop plugged in. That information is sent somewhere. I'm told it goes out of state. I don't know, but I think if it does, now it's going over the internet. Bits and bytes. It's not a piece of paper. Yeah. Right. Right. And Clint Lancaster. Attorney Clint Lancaster of Arkansas, who did a lot of work on election integrity and election fraud, working for the uh, special counsel in Wisconsin, said that. Yeah, said that when they try to subpoena Dominion and ESNS to get information about how the whole thing works, Dominion ignored their subpoena. ESNS threatened to sue them. And he said, but we're supposed to believe they are uh, open and above board and trust them that they're running things properly in the state of Arkansas. Well, I think ES&S is owned by a private equity group. 
And we don't even know who all the people who are part of that. You don't know who owns it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very disturbing uh, to me that we have outsourced our entire election process to a private company that we really don't know a lot about, the details of which I, I, we don't. And we need to grab our elections back. We need to go back to paper ballots. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. If we, if we want to have an election that we can all have faith in, it's time to get rid of these machines. Uh, in my, in my mind, not just in Arkansas, in every state. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, FBI director Christopher Ray, he, um, he appeared under oath to the Senate Judiciary Committee Thursday, but um, he made a deal. Um, he, he said, "Look, I gotta, I gotta catch a plane. I gotta be out of here by one thirty. Come to find out later, because because Senator Grassley, ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, said, "Well, that's your own." private government jet you know why do you no no i like like we agreed i got to get out of here come to find out he wanted to start his weekend early on thursday afternoon you know he was going to his 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 vacation resort and i'm sure he was doing zoom calls or skype or or more likely the signal app talking with his guys about what they were going to do at mar-a-lago today i guarantee you oh yeah absolutely Absolutely. That makes all the sense in the, in the world. <clears throat> I'm just telling you, Doc, um, and for your listeners, uh, we're in a we're in big trouble, deep trouble in this country. Yeah. And people have to start making their voices known. We're going to try to get to the bottom of what's going on in Arkansas the best we can. Yeah. We're going to try our best. Uh, we need to reach out to our to our elected representatives and let them know how we feel about this, what's going on. And my biggest complaint, one of my biggest complaints is the fact that it seems like none of the Republicans have the backbone to stand up against anything. Yeah. You know, they really don't. Mm. Um, you know, you hear from them when it's it's time for election and they won't need your vote, but they're unwilling to stand up for people like Trump or people in his administration who are mm. really trying to make, you know, Americans, you know, safe and free. I mean, look at the southern border. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Yeah. And now, nobody's doing anything, and our Republicans who represent us are not on the steps of the Capitol saying we cannot take this anymore. We will not. Where are they? Where are they? I do have a shock for you. What's that? Kevin McCarthy, minority leader of the U.S. House of Representatives, who is in line to become Speaker of the House should Republicans take the House back, he has a tweet up from 16 minutes ago. It says, Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. And it links to a statement here. It says, I've seen enough. The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. When Republicans take back the House, we will conduct immediate oversight of this department, follow the facts, and leave no stone unturned. Attorney General Garland Preserve your documents and clear your calendar. I didn't expect that, but I'll take it. Well, I'll take it, but I, I, to me, they're they're shallow words. I'm I'm so sorry. I don't want you to be a, uh, you know, depressing. I would just say I've seen a lot of these comments from a lot of these Republicans, particularly when they want to go for an office. 
McCarthy is scared that he may be challenged by Jim Jordan. Yeah. So he is trying to put it out there that he's going to be rough and tough. They never are. We yeah. never see them do anything. We see them say big things. Look at Lindsey Graham. I mean, my goodness. Now, Sean, you know, they say tough, Sean, they Sean, wait, 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 they're really going to do wait and see. Wait and see, Sean. We're going to get to the bottom of it, Sean. Wait and see. Oh, yeah. Well, we all remember that. Yeah. Of course, he was in the fight for his life in order to run for uh, for his Senate seat. Right. And, boy, he was going to be tough. But after he won, you know, crickets, nothing. So, you know, I'm just sick and tired of these people. And, unfortunately, we're stuck with them for a while. And, uh, again, you know, Kevin McCarthy, I don't, I don't see that at all. I don't see him, you know, uh, doing anything. Uh, it's the same old, same old. They talk a good game, but when it really comes down to it, look, if you really want to do something, uh, uh, Speaker McCarthy, eventually, if he gets to be Speaker, pull the funding. Exactly. <laughs> pull the funding. I exactly. mean, then, then they'll see what happens. They're not, they'll never do it. Have you ever seen them pull the funding? No, not for anything. That's their biggest, that's their biggest weapon. Yeah. They, they won't use it. And I'm, so, and, and the reason is because they're, they're, it's all, uh, make believe it's a kabuki dance, unfortunately, and it makes me sick. And um, I had hoped, had I gone to Congress, I would have been one of the voices out there speaking on those Capitol steps, trying to do the right thing, trying to get this country straight, and getting rid of these people who are destroying our country, left and right. And um, anyway, uh, it's not over till it's over, so we'll see what happens. Amen. Amen. All right, thank you so much, uh, Colonel Conrad Reynolds. Uh, folks, if you want to know more about uh, Colonel Reynolds, uh, his website is still up, electconrad.com. And, uh, sir, again, uh, I'm honored and humbled that you're willing to come on the program with uh, such short notice. And we appreciate your service to our country. Uh, God bless you and Godspeed. Thank you, Doc. God bless you, too, and God bless our country. Yes, sir. Have Thank you. All righty. Um, y'all, I'm. Was it Nathan Hale said, I have not yet begun to fight? That's how I feel. That's how I feel. We've got a lot to talk about this evening. Um, this is unprecedented. Nothing like this has ever happened in the United States of America before. In our 246-year history. This is unprecedented, and it cannot be allowed to stand. So a lot to talk about this evening on episode 211 of the Doc Washburn Show. A lot coming up. We are so thankful for our advertisers. Our advertisers are our friends, and they make it possible for us to do what we do here five times a week. If you try to buy a car recently... You realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. 
Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live. RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else. Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement, call my friend Jonathan Presswood today. He'll help you create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there, and there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501-303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood at Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Thanks again to our friends and advertisers, Jonathan Presswood at Edward Jones, and my other friends, Drs. J.R. Crabtree and Tanya Crabtree, my doctors at Arkansas Upper Cervical Center. We appreciate you all. For making it possible, and Mitch Ward. Mitch Ward, RedRiverYourWay.com. Big old car dealership that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice online and have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental United States. We appreciate so much you guys making it possible for us to do what we do here every day. All right, so... My wife likes to watch The Five and Jesse Kelly and Tucker Carlson on Fox News. Now, the news about Mar-a-Lago being raided broke a few moments before Jesse went on. And it wasn't on the TV. I'll let you in a little secret. I do my show prep on Twitter. That's where news breaks. 
And so as Jesse came on, I told my wife, okay, he's not talking about this right now. But you got to understand, there are producers and reporters scurrying around behind the scenes trying to get this ready, and they will interrupt. They will interrupt his show with this breaking news. Trust me on this. And sure enough, a few minutes later, Jesse Kelly, pardon me, not Jesse Kelly, Jesse Waters. Did I say Jesse Kelly? Jesse Waters. A few minutes later, Jesse Waters interrupted his show on Fox News with breaking news. And he brought on my friend, Dan Bongino, a fellow I have talked with a few times, former Secret Service, former NYPD. He brought on Dan Bongino. And this is how it went. This is some third world bullshit right here. Let me say it again. Third world bullshit. I mean every word of that. I don't care that it's cable news. I was a federal agent. I raised my right hand. And I swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. And I love this country. This is a freaking disgrace. A disgrace. We don't live in Cuba. We don't live under Kim Jong-un. We live in a constitutional republic, a representative democracy. You have a bunch of FBI agents raiding the home of a former president because they don't like his politics? Are you kidding me? You've spent this whole show, Jesse, and I've spent my entire time either on Fox or on my podcast exposing the left for claiming Russia interfered in an election as Hillary Clinton played, paid off a bunch of foreign agents, her team, literally to fabricate a story that occupied the nation for four years. What's she doing right now? Getting a manicure in freaking Chappaqua. She's not doing squat. Nothing. Hunter Biden is having sex on tape while doing crack. While doing crack. And what is he doing? He's living in a Malibu mansion. And yet the president, the former president, who whether you agree with him or not on his claims about the election, whether you agree or not, we still live in a country where you are allowed to challenge an election. There's even a process, the ECA, the Electoral Count Act. You may not like it, but it's a process. How do I know it's a process? Because some people are trying to reform it. You may not like it, but now you send the FBI. Let me tell you something. I have been, I have paid due deference to the FBI for a long time and a lot of listeners didn't like it because I work with some very good people over there who've since retired. The management of the FBI has now shredded any single shred sliver of credibility this agency had left. Nobody will take them seriously from this point on. It is over. You've heard the examples. Stone, Manafort, Cohen, over and over. Are they good guys? Are they bad guys? I don't know. I don't care. I don't know them. All I'm telling you is you cannot 
tell me we still live in a constitutional republic and not the freaking third world when you have Hillary Clinton paying foreign agents to interfere with an election, people lying under oath repeatedly, Hunter Biden doing crack on tape, and what happens? Where are the federal agents? They're not in Malibu. They're not in Chappaqua. They're in Mar-a-Lago. This is some third world garbage that happened tonight, and I'm telling you, the FBI management, here's the solution, last thing. We have now got to win in 2022. You have no choice now, folks. Oh, we don't like the swampy Republicans. I don't like them either. Republicans may not be the solution to your problems, but Democrats are certainly the cause of all your problems right now. If there was ever a clarion call to remove your ass from the seat and go vote in 2022, this is it. That's it. That's it. That's Brother Bongino. Dan Bongino. I, uh, I'm honored to call him a friend. Um, Julie Kelly, just 10 minutes ago. Julie Kelly, American Greatness, just 10 minutes ago. On her Twitter profile, she says, Republicans have known since January 6, 2021, that this was the trajectory. They have willfully ignored every indictment against over 850 Americans as Biden, Merrick Garland, and Lisa Monaco built its case. Weak leadership that is partially responsible for what's coming for Trump and everyone else. Now, in case you're saying, well, I know who Biden is, I know who Merrick Garland is. Doc, who's Lisa Monaco? What are you talking about? Lisa Monaco is number two at the Biden DOJ. I don't know if you've seen Merrick Garland speak or be uh, interviewed under oath, but it's pretty obvious he's not in charge. He, You know, the dementia is not as strong as it is with Biden, but he's, he's out of touch. It is commonly assumed that U.S. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco is running the show. Now, she was a big Obamaite. Matter of fact, for almost two years, she was U.S. Assistant Attorney General for the National Security Division of the Justice Department under Barack Obama. She was the Homeland Security and Counterterrorism Advisor for four years under Barack Obama. And when she was nominated for the number two job at Biden's Justice Department, not one Republican on the Senate Judiciary Committee asked her one question, not a one. And she sailed through the nomination process. The vote in the U.S. Senate for Lisa Monaco was 98 to 2. Two United States senators voted against her. Ted Cruz, Rand Paul. That's it. That's it. Tom Cotton, Arkansas. Oh, yeah, she'll, she, she's fine. She, she, she'll work. Yeah, I'll vote for her. Josh Hawley, Missouri. Yeah, yeah, Lisa Monaco. Yeah, I'll vote for her. 
Marco Rubio, Rick Scott, Florida, sure, sure, we'll vote for him. Tim Scott, South Carolina, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lindsey Graham, Sean, now wait and see. Sean, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Oh, of course he's going to vote for her. Just so you know. This is third world stuff, y'all. This is banana republic stuff, y'all. And it's really bad. It's really bad. Let me uh, let me share with you a few more things. So Sean Davis is an interesting fellow. Sean Davis, CEO and co-founder of the Federalist, and he uh, used to work for. Um, the senator from Iowa who was in charge of the Judiciary Committee, Chuck Grassley. And his response to Kevin McCarthy, who wants to be Speaker of the House, was, after you impeach and remove Merrick Garland, you need to eliminate the FBI in its entirety root and branch, and salt the earth where it stood. It is a corrupt criminal enterprise that exists to terrorize anyone and everyone deemed a political enemy of the current regime. Okay? So good on Sean Davis. That's good. Julie Kelly added to that, and eliminate U.S. Attorney for Washington, D.C. Because see, that's the guy, Matthew Graves, U.S. Attorney for Washington, D.C., who, is being over, who has been overseeing the political persecution of over 850 Trump supporters simply because they're Trump supporters. Okay? Um, Julie Kelly also says... Federal grand juries in Washington have indicted hundreds of January Sixers for, quote, obstruction of an official proceeding, unquote, and 20 for, quote, seditious conspiracy, unquote, a charge for which no American has ever been convicted. The same judge running January 6th grand juries is the same judge who ran the Mueller probe. You know, the uh, the fake Russia collusion hoax. So, Josh Hammer, opinion editor over at Newsweek magazine, says, for the past month or so, I've been thinking that there was roughly a 40% chance of a forthcoming DOJ indictment against Trump after tonight, I think it's closer to 75 to 80%. Julie Kelly says it's 100%. Kurt Schlichter, retired Colonel 
U.S. Marine Corps and attorney says this is not the time for white-hot rage, instead cold fury. We will get our revenge. We will win the election despite their cheating and terrorism. We will destroy their institutions, and we will rule without hesitation or doubt. Thanks for clarifying the situation, bastards. That is Colonel Kurt Schlichter. Ari Fleischer. Let's see what former White House Press Secretary for George W. Bush says. Ari Fleischer says, all I can say is the FBI better have the goods. This better be a slam dunk criminal case. Otherwise, the Biden administration and DOJ have crossed a line of no return. If they got the goods, announce it. Otherwise, a search on a former president's home is a disgrace. Well, Ned Ryan, great American. Ned Ryan, senior fellow at the uh, Center for American Greatness, responded to Ari Fleischer, said, like the four FISA warrants secured of a steel dossier they knew was bogus, because that's the FBI we're dealing with here. Oh. Thank you, Ned, for putting into perspective. Odd that Ari wouldn't have that perspective already. Sometimes you got to draw these people a picture, don't you? I mean... I'm about ready to go down and and picket the FBI office in Little Rock. Why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I? This is... um, It's outrageous. It's inexcusable. So somehow or another, I stumbled across a thread on Twitter from a guy named uh, Garrett M. Graff, G-R-A-F-F. And he writes for Wired Magazine. He's a contributor to CNN. He used to write for uh, Politico. You see where this is going. So here's what he's saying. He said, Donald Trump raged in a statement Monday night after FBI agents... I guess he meant to say raided his home, but he left that part out. The quote is, what's the difference between this and Watergate? Garrett Ingraff says, well, as a Watergate and FBI historian, four things stand out to me. Number one, the idea that the FBI launched a raid on a former president would have been approved and monitored at the highest level of the Justice Department, hard to even Imagine how high the bar of probable cause must have been for the, for the Bureau to initiate such a politically sensitive search. What? They don't need probable cause, you knucklehead. Number two, a search warrant means an independent federal judge also signed off on the probable cause and independently believes evidence there was likely a crime committed and 
that more evidence would be found at Mar-a-Lago. That's huge, too. Uh, Garrett M. Graff, tell me you've been completely ignoring the political persecution of more than 850 Trump supporters for January 6, 2021, without telling me you're completely ignoring it. See, Garrett M. Graff wants you to think that all federal judges are independent, that none of them are in the tank for the regime. That's laughable. That is laughable. Number three, he says, the fact the search apparently didn't leak until basically when word came from Donald Trump himself shows the FBI and the Justice Department conducted this search by the book and a high degree of integrity. <laughs> by the book. High degree of integrity. Um, I'll tell you what, Garrett M. Graff, how many times was um, Bill Clinton on that... Uh, Lolita Express with Epstein. Huh? How many times, Garrett M. Graff? Integrity. My elbow. He says, no leaks? Impressive. Surely only a small team knew inside DOJ. He said, what does that have to do with anything? Number four, he says, taken together, this is one of the most significant, sensitive, and politically explosive actions the U.S. Justice Department and FBI has ever taken one of a tiny handful of times it's ever investigated a president. Bottom line, the FBI and DOJ must have known they had the goods. So this guy is a psyop. This guy wants you to think it's impossible. It's impossible that the DOJ and the FBI have been politicized. That's what this guy wants you to think. Totally corrupt. Totally corrupt. It's outrageous. It's absolutely outrageous. And you know, I got to tell you, we're all going to have to stand before our Creator and give an account for what we've done on this earth. Now, Joe Biden might not believe that. It doesn't change anything. Kamala Harris might not believe that. It doesn't change anything. Merrick Garland, I'm pretty sure, doesn't believe that. It doesn't change anything. Lisa Monaco, Christopher Ray, any of those people. It doesn't change anything. We all will. Yeah, this is outrageous. I got more coming up. Again, we are thankful for our friends, our advertisers, for making it possible for us to do this five times a week. Hey, I'd like to help you with some health issues. Do you have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever? Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, 
you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. If you're outside Central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on Find a Doctor Near You. And I sure hope you can. Thanks again to our advertisers, including my good friends, my doctors, Dr. J.R. Crabtree, Dr. Tanya Crabtree, at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center. I appreciate y'all more than I can say. More than I can say. All right. That having been said, I guess it's about time to say, hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. Red River Your Way, the big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice, the way you want to, online, and have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental United States. All right, so the tweet of the day is response to the ridiculousness I just shared with you a little bit ago. Garrett M. Graff saying, taken together, this is one of the most significant, sensitive, and politically explosive actions the U.S. Justice Department and FBI has ever taken one of a tiny handful of times it's ever investigated a president. Bottom line, the FBI and DOJ must have known they had the goods. And none other than Yassi Gestetner, who is over at uh, the Economic Stress Index, responded, Yep, just as they knew they had the goods with Ray Epps, uh, the Michigan governor kidnapping hoax, and the Russian dossier, dumb blowhard. That is your tweet of the day. And thank you so much to RedRiverYourWay.com for making it possible. Now, I had planned this evening to do a podcast on Rand Paul's hearing on gain-of-function research last Wednesday. I spent hours and hours and hours chopping all the audio up. There are some horrendous and amazing bombshells. I don't think anybody in the media is talking about it. So I will be doing the live stream about that in just a few minutes. But... As always, as always, I um, I follow Julie Kelly's 
Twitter feed. And there's a response to her. When she said no one on this side has followed DOJ slash FBI prosecution of January 6th than I have, more closely than I have, she said, I've warned for months this was coming. Indictment is next. She says, Biden regime and House Democrats have created an expectation they must fulfill. Next is Trump and handcuffs. Inevitable. So Steve Dace, the great Steve Dace, who was a um, formidable, formidable radio talk show host for many years in Iowa, and is now a Blaze TV host. He's over at uh, Glenn Beck's operation, The Blaze. He responded to Julie Kelly. And he said, John Brown is in the bullpen. The manager's on the phone thinking of making a change. Tick tock, tick tock. I don't know, man. I don't know. Now, I want to share with you a few other things. Um, Eric Trump was on with Hannity of Fox News. Let me see if I can get the audio for that. Um, here we go. I was, Sean. In fact, I was the guy that got the call this morning, and I called my father to let him know that it happened. So I was involved in this all day. And, you know, welcome to politics in, you know, in the, in the you know, 2000s. Um, Sean, my father never got so much as a speeding ticket in his life, you know, until he made one decision, and that's to go down the escalators of Mar-a-Lago and spend a lot of money and go and actually fight for this country for the first time. And he did a better job than anybody has ever done. And they started coming after him. The Washington Post, the day he won, 2016, the day he won, November 8th, that night they wrote an article. This is when impeachment begins. He wasn't present. He hadn't been elected for less, you know, for five minutes at that point. And they start, this is when impeachment begins. And then he's impeached the first time. And then he was impeached a second time. And they slandered him. They belittled him. You know, they went after him. They went after all of us. There's no family in American history that has taken more arrows in the back than the Trump family every single time. And you know what? It's gone on past politics. You look at the attorney generals. You look at district attorneys all over the country. All they want to do is they want to get Donald Trump. They raise money on it. They send fundraising emails about it. They brag on camera about it. They go after him. They subpoena him. I'm probably the most subpoenaed person in the history of the United States. Every single day we get another subpoena. And they do it for one reason. Because they don't want Donald Trump to run and win again in 2024. And, Sean, that's what this is about today. To have 30 FBI agents, actually more than that, descend on Mar-a-Lago, give absolutely you know, no notice, go through the gates, start ransacking an office, ransacking a closet. You know, They broke into a safe. He didn't even have anything in the safe. I mean, give me a break. And, and this is coming from what, the National Archives? Yet, you know, Hunter Biden, he's a firearms crimes, uh, prostitution, illegal drugs, um, you know, shady deals with everybody around the world. And by the way, it's all on his laptop for the whole world to see in his own writing, in his own words, cooperated by everybody. Where, where are these FBI agents? Where where is everybody? Why is it that the arrows only fly at Donald Trump and his family? Why is it that the political persecution only goes 
one way in this country. Good question. Good question. Steve Day said that's excellent messaging and should be featured in the campaign. Oh, yeah. Talk show host Jesse Kelly has a quote from Pompey Magnus, do not quote laws to men with swords. Russ Vaught, who was in the Trump administration, he was a director of office management budget, said by raiding President Trump's home today, The FBI offered clear and convincing evidence that it is weaponized against the American people and self-government. The FBI must be broken into a thousand pieces, investigated, defunded, abolished, rent asunder, and the GOP must wake up and fight. Greg Price Over at X Strategies, LLC says, In 2016, the FBI lied in FISA warrants to spy on the Trump campaign, fabricated the claim of Russian collusion, and framed Michael Flynn and Carter Page as Russian agents. He says, In 2022, they're full-on raiding his home. Wow. Wow. This is interesting. I, I got to share a little bit more with you from Steve Dace. He says a series of unfortunate events: one, indefinitely detain nonviolent protesters; two, turn private businesses into your biomedical fascist enforcement; three, purge military of critical thinkers; four, hire legions more IRS agents; five. Weaponize FBI against your primary opponent. Hashtag demonic. And then he says this. No one wants to hear this, but somebody has to say it. Trump did not seriously damage them as president, despite his rhetoric. We showed them we will wear their masks, close our churches and businesses, and take their jabs for a job. How else did we expect they would respond to weakness? And then he says, maybe Trump will now finally stop listening to, oh, wrongly, grandnesty, hackety, etc. That's O'Reilly, Lindsey Graham, and Sean Hannity. I hope so. I hope so. But y'all, I got to tell you something. Do not be surprised if it gets much worse. And this whole idea, Matt Walsh had this. They're claiming that Trump had, like, uh, confidential documents or, or classified documents, classified documents. But see, when you're president, you have the power legally, constitutionally, to classify or declassify. 
Will Chamberlain, the great Will Chamberlain, lawyer and senior counsel at the IAP, says Democrats are behaving as though Republicans will not take power ever again. Yeah, they are, aren't they? So you notice that. You notice that. Yeah, they are acting like that. Now, why do you think that is? I hate to say. I'm saying, Holmes. Ron DeSantis has a statement. He says, um, the raid of Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents while people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries? Banana Republic. God bless Ron DeSantis. Not just for standing up for Donald Trump. That's not the point here. The point here is if they can do it to Trump, what can they do to you? And Trump has always said that's the point. He's always said that. He said, they don't hate me. They hate you. DeSantis gets it. DeSantis gets it. God bless Ron DeSantis. God bless Donald J. Trump. See, people are saying, oh, Ron DeSantis ain't going to say anything. You knew he was going to say something. What are you, nuts? You knew he was going to say something. And you knew he was going to hit it out of the park, too. Oh, boy. More from Julie Kelly. She says, I said from the start this was coming. She said, I reported on this for 18-plus months to defend those wrongly accused to build the case against Trump. With few exceptions, no one in the Republican Party cared. They ignored my reporting as hundreds of lives were destroyed. The GOP owns this and all the damage. Well, that's right. That's right. And let's name some names. No, you know, I've got a nationwide podcast. People listen to Doc Washington show around the world. We have downloads in all 50 states. But I happen to live in the state of Arkansas. So I will name some names. U.S. Senator John Bozeman, U.S. Senator Tom Cotton, U.S. Representative French Hill, U.S. Representative Rick Crawford, U.S. Representative Bruce Westerman, U.S. Representative Steve Womack. All six of the people that Arkansas sends to Washington, D.C., all of them are Republicans, haven't said a word. But hey, more than just that, How about Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson? 
our current rhino. How about Arkansas governor, former governor, Mike Huckabee? Former rhino governor. How about his daughter, who's going to be governor? Sarah Huckabee Sanders, not a word, not a word, not a word, not a word, not a word. They're all rhinos. They're all rhinos. Eric Erickson does the midday show on News Talk WSB in Atlanta. He says if the FBI is brazen enough to set the precedent of raiding a former president's home, Good luck to you middle-class gig economy folks when the 87,000 new IRS agents come calling. Know what I'm saying, Holmes? Yep. Good luck on that. Yeah, this is... uh, This is outrageous. Bonchi over at Red State has a quote, quoting the way a lot of rhinos look at this. Quote, Yeah, the FBI lied about Russian collusion, falsified FISA warrants, and staged a kidnapping plot against Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer that was leaked right before an election, but we really need to wait for the FBI to give us the facts on this today. Unquote. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ain't that the truth? I, uh... Oh, the great Ian Miles Chong. Who writes for the Culture War Room over in Telegram said... They thought Trump would go full Hitler. Instead, Biden has gone full Stalin. Yep. Benny Johnson. Benny Johnson does a Benny report over on Newsmax. Says the FBI just proved that Donald Trump was right. He's always been right. No one will ever forget this. The Foo, the great Politibunny, says, watching the left cheer the FBI raiding Trump's home is terrifying. That any American is okay with political targeting and the weaponization of the DOJ is unfathomable to me. She says, I thought Obama sucked, but I'd never cheer his home being raided by the FBI. Our country is in trouble. John Jackson. Ultra MAGA patriot with a lot of followers on Twitter says Miranda Devine just reporting that the documents taken from Trump's house were boxed up by the General Services Administration and mailed to Trump by them, by the GSA, and that the FBI has had access to these documents for months. Oh, I see. How about that? 
Again, great talk show host um, Jesse Kelly over there at the first says, Trump has every right to be livid about this ghost violation of his rights. He should be extra mad at whoever put Christopher Ray in charge of the FBI. Oh, man, that's rough, man. You know how that happened, by the way? Donald Trump took the advice of Chris Christie. Chris Christie is the guy who told Donald Trump that Christopher Ray would make a good FBI director. I'm sorry. Probably shouldn't listen to Chris Christie. Now, there's a response to Julie Kelly saying, I tried to warn you, this is coming. Look at what they're doing to all these nonviolent protesters. As one woman said, ignoring all the January 6th defendants at their peril, my husband was in leg chains like a freaking mass murderer for walking through an open door of the Capitol. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. Um, what would you think if I told you that one of the things that came out at Rand Paul's gain-of-function research subcommittee meeting last week was that medical researchers researching most deadly viruses in the world do it for money, do it for prestige, and it hasn't even occurred to any of them that when they publicize this stuff, bad people might use it to kill a lot of people. What would you think about that? That is coming up in my next live stream a little bit later, Monday evening, August 8th. Mark Levin. I guess he's over on Truth Social. He says, the great Mark Levin, by the way, who's been very helpful to me for years. He says, the Biden administration raid on former President Trump's Florida home is a bald attack on our republic. The Democrat Party is dragging us into the third world, raiding and ransacking a former president's home and likely future candidate for president against Biden, who has insisted he's running again, is BS. This is an unprecedented act of state-sponsored lawlessness. Millions have rightly lost faith the DOJ, FBI, media, and Congress, and this is beyond anything I can ever recall. Yep, certainly is. Certainly is. Okay, wait a minute. Governor Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas actually has said something here. He says, the search at Mar-a-Lago of a former president is unprecedented and alarming. 
He said, we must see the probable cause affidavit before making a judgment. Wrong! Wrong, you rhino! He says, normally that would be under seal, but since Trump announced the raid, then the probable cause should be made public. Yeah. Yeah, good luck on that. Good luck on that, Asa. Good grief, man. Don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind's blowing unless you're Asa Hutchinson. Um, Congressman Thomas Massey, Kentucky, says, according to reports, and until Joe Biden denies it, a president just raided a former president, his political opponent. Let that sink in. There are only three branches of government. The FBI works for the current president. Yeah. Margot Cleveland writes for the Federalist, Professor Margot Cleveland, senior legal correspondent for the Federalist. She said, I, for one, am just so relieved to know that a search warrant would only issue upon oath of affirmation oath or affirmation establishing probable cause and that no one would lie to get the warrant or omit material facts and that a federal judge wouldn't accept double and triple hearsay. But they do, and that's why she's being sarcastic. Okay, i got to get ready for bombshells. Bombshells about gain-of-function research on the next Doc Washburn Show coming up in just a few. You've been listening to Episode 211 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, Simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X. And that's the way it is. Monday, August 8th, 2022.